Welcome to The Jill Sinclair Show, bringing you real conversations about business and life to help you to overcome your success blockers. Now, as always, remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening or watching. And if you happen to be on Apple, smash me a big old five on there. Now, as well, go to Instagram, Ms. Jill Sinclair. DM me there, comment on there what other subjects you want me to bring up in The Jill Sinclair Podcast, as well as go to Clubhouse. I'm Jill Sinclair on there, and I'm often providing free value and it's live coaching everyone so go there now last week we spoke about we being me spoke about uh sales calls and comparing them to applying for a job remember a sales call is literally like applying for a job and oh my god everyone's like oh jill that was golden thank you so much for helping that now the next subject matter where most people asked for was in regards to a cold call versus a warm call what is the difference in the sales process so in the sales process what is the difference between a cold call and a warm call i'll tell you what not much not much because the the same holds true you're still literally applying for a job and now here's the thing a cold call is something that you don't know the person you've never been introduced to them and you're, you're coming in completely cold now sometimes it is so cold that you don't even know who this person is necessarily because they don't have any footprint online none online whatsoever now i'll tell you what a warm call can also be similar someone might have introduced you via maybe email or given you their someone's email address and said oh hey Jill here's the email and um, just let them know in the subject line that I've referred you now is that a, a warm call it's kind of between a cold call and a warm call I'll tell you why now everyone who knows me and has been online would understand that I did this enormous contest in the middle of a worldwide pandemic called Head Start with Jill. Now, this contest was 100% nonprofit, 100% volunteer run, and it was all free. So approximately 460,000 individuals in British Columbia, Canada, had this availability open to them to just submit a video saying who they are, what lights them up, and what would winning Head Start mean to them. And guess what the prizes were? a condo for a year, a car for a year, business training uh, by me, business coaching by me, as well as a mentor, a wardrobe, just, it went on and on and on. So here's the thing, when I came up with this idea was back in February, March of 2020, guess what? That's when COVID was just kind of coming on board in, in the entire world and we were getting to know what the hell it was. So people were saying to me, Jill, why are you doing this by the way? I said, well, first of all, our young people need hope, help, purpose, and opportunity way more than we need it right now because we need to be able to support them because they're our future. So, and then people said, Jill, no one's gonna support this, this free nonprofit. No one really knows who you are. No one understands what this the premise is. Like, why would they give you a condo and a car? I'm like, watch me. So literally what I did was, um, there was a gentleman that I knew that knew someone else. And I said, hey, would you feel comfortable giving me his, his email or introducing me? Like, whatever's comfortable for you, I would love that. So he literally gave me this guy's email and that's it just gave me the email so literally it was like hey you know so-and-so referred me but again i'm not sure how good that relationship is so i had to go in very tenderly with this to try and establish a relationship with this guy only having his email so again kind of in between a cold call and a warm call but it took me about four different emails for him finally to respond to me and I had asked a lot in the last email, of course, that I was really looking to set up an appointment with him because this was when we were still able to. This was back in probably about August of 2020. So here in BC, we're, we were still able to uh, be physically distanced, but still meet in person. So anyways, so I finally got a hold of him. We met the first time 
And remember, you know, when I'm looking at people online, when I'm looking at someone, a, a client, potential client, I always Google the crap out of them. But this guy had nothing online, nothing whatsoever online. So I'm like, oh my God, like this guy is just kind of a, a disappearing act. He's got legit businesses, but he's just not on social media. It's not his thing. He doesn't like it. So in my mind, I have to think before my meeting with him, okay, am I going to push that? Oh my God, this is going to be a, a BC wide initiative. It's going to go across Canada. It's going to go into North America when the guy doesn't really care about social media. Like he, he, in my mind, he doesn't seem to care, but I wasn't going to discount it. But of course the first principle of influence is being curious. So when we finally met in person, we started talking about what this initiative was and why I was doing it. I'm doing it for the love of humanity because I want to give back. I want to volunteer. I want to help our young people. And he was very touched by that. And he said, Jill, you know what? I'm of the same mindset. I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to help our young people and establish uh, possibilities and hope just like you. I'm like, awesome. And here I was just about to bring out my contract because I always bring a paper contract as well as one on whatever, you know, computer or phone that I have. But yet he was like, he still wasn't, you know, like he, I knew that he needed to make it think, make him think that it was his decision. So I said, well, so what are the next steps that you want to take? Again, putting it in his mind that the decision would be his process. And he says, well, you know, I need to go back to my, to my uh, CEOs and my other people, my, my admin staff and, and my support and all that, just to kind of see where they're at and my leadership team too. And I said, okay, awesome. So why don't we circle back next week at this time and then we'll make another appointment and, and see if you have any other questions, right? So of course I circle back with him. And it takes me another, I think three or four times phone calls and texts and all that. I finally get a hold of him and guess what? Cause here I'm like so excited because he's like, yes, Jill, I want to be a part of this legacy with you. And when I finally get a hold of him, he's like, yeah, Jill, you know what? I was just thinking about it a little bit further and I just don't think it's a fit for me. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking like furiously, how do I win this guy back? Cause again, I've only met with him once in person and he's not good at returning calls and things like that. So I had to think back, okay, when we finally did meet that first time, what was important to him? Well, of course I had notes, copious notes. I've always, I always got notes and his, uh, I brought him back to, Hey, remember you said that legacy was really important to you. Well, you, well, yeah, it is. I said, well, it's important to me as well. And I promise you that this opportunity is, is going out to every single individual that we can possibly send this information out to. Like I've contacted nonprofits. I've, I've contacted uh, very, um, uh, you know, kids that are disadvantaged, young people that are disadvantaged. I've contacted every, every nonprofit and charity society to let them know we're doing this as well. So they can reach out to their young people. And I said, you know, this is not an elitist program because that was a bit of his concern. It's not an elitist program. It is something available to everyone. And then I said, I need you. I need you to be a part of this because I knew that he wanted to hear that. I knew that he wanted me to be humble and vulnerable enough to say, I can't do this without you. I cannot do this without you. He said, Oh shit. Okay. Well, when do you want to meet then? So we ended up meeting the next week and it was so amazing. Cause again, focusing on what, on what he wanted, not what I thought he would want, not about, you know, the advertising and the exposure and this, he doesn't give a rat's ass about that. He wanted the legacy. He wanted the opportunity to help others. So when we met, of course, um, I had my contract in, in, in hand. It was in my briefcase 
and you know we we agreed on a price that he would give a, a, a sponsorship dollar value that he would give and then he says well why don't you know do you want to just email me the contract and I'm like this contract and I literally pulled out the contract and he starts laughing I put it in front of him I give him a really nice pen to sign that contract with and then he says, oh, okay, well, you know what? I can just, uh, do you want me to just um, uh, write down the, the um, uh, visa number? And I said, I've got my square available right now. But again, so I had no barriers to him signing and becoming a part of this to be one of my biggest sponsors because I made everything so easy for him. And again, the guy was laughing. He's like, oh my God, like you were just so on top of this. Doing business with you is a joy because first of all, he knows that I believe so strongly in what I have. And I pulled him on board because I found out what was important to him. The legacy was important to him that reaching out to other people and for him to look at his life and go, you know what? I did good on that. So again, that was between like a cold call and a warm call, but I found out very quickly what was important to him and I did not assume. So here's the thing with a warm call, oftentimes people will assume more with a warm call. Say, say you are, uh, your friend has introduced you to someone says, you know, Hey Jill, here's so-and-so and, and you know, I think you, they're really going to like this and this. Well, guess what? This person's likely not a salesperson. So they're assuming what this other person might like. You still have to do your due diligence and you still have to ask those questions. Being curious is your biggest advocate in the sales process because you must ask those questions. So in the warm call, if it's someone that's been referred to you, still say, hey, what's important to you in this process? What's important to you to get out of whatever service or, or uh, product that you're selling? What's important to them? And then really remember, your goal is to get in front of them. Your goal is to be in front of them. Now, I don't say to people that you're gonna, you know, keep all this information until you get in front of them. Like I give so much away on the phone when I'm speaking with people, because first of all, I have to know, are they a fit for me? Uh, can we carry on a dialogue? Am I uncovering everything I need? And can I personally work with them? Can I see us developing a business relationship? So sometimes my, my deep dive discovery calls in my first call with someone can be as long as 45 minutes or an hour. And people say, oh, Jill, that's such a waste of time. I'm like, oh, really? Is it a waste of time? Or is it a waste of time booking an appointment and finding that you're not on the same page at all? So whether it's a cold call or whether it's a warm call, find out from the very beginning what your product is and what your service is, if it's of, even of interest to the other person. And also why is it of interest? Because remember, with my Head Start program, one would assume that someone wants, you know, I want exposure. Uh, Vincenzo Guzzo from the Dragon's Den is one of my judges on the judges panel. Oh my God, like that's huge exposure, right? But this guy could give a rat's ass about that. He wanted something different. So again, don't ever assume going in what they want is what you think they want. Ask enough questions, whether it's a cold call or whether it's a warm call, you need to develop that relationship very quickly. So as always, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening or watching this on. If you're on Apple, smash me big ol' five on that. Find me on Instagram, Ms. Jill Sinclair, and find me on Clubhouse, Jill Sinclair. So when you're submitting your questions, also go to jillsinclair.com. I'm here for you. And the reason why we're doing a second call and second podcast about sales is because that's what you wanted. So hit me up in my DMs and uh, we're going to bring every single week. We drop this on Tuesday. Every single week, this is for you. Subscribe, rate, and review.